Penguins Collective Podcast is brought to you by Third Assist Hockey Company. Third Assist celebrates hockey at its roots, whether it's designing one-of-a-kind vintage and outdoor hockey gloves, or whether they're handcrafting custom wood hockey sticks, they're celebrating the history of the game we all love. TPC is the only media outlet with Third Assist discounts, so go over to thirdassist.com and use code TPC15 for 15% off of any gift for yourself or for your family this hockey season. Remember, use code TPC15 for 15% off. Hello and welcome to the Penguins Collective Podcast. My name is Louie. My name is Josh. And we are two brothers who love to debate about sports. Especially the Pittsburgh Penguins. In this episode, the Penguins fall to the Blackhawks. I forgot who we were playing for a second. You know what? It doesn't even matter. Let's get after it. The Pittsburgh Penguins fall to the Chicago Blackhawks 5-2. to two. Now, before I let Josh go in on this and give his first take, this is a horrible loss from the Pittsburgh Penguins. There was too much on the line. It was fan appreciation night too, Josh. So much on the line. And that is how we go out. Unreal. Unexcusable. Josh, first thoughts. Yeah, I mean, everything coming into tonight, it was it was going our way. We won on Saturday and then last night the uh, the Islanders lost opening the door for us. All we had to do was take care of business against the two worst teams in the NHL tonight being against Chicago. And I mean, the chances were there. The opportunities were there. Yep. Okay. I just wanted to verify that they are the second worst team in the NHL. Okay. Yep. Uh, Yeah. Because going into this, they were right there with Columbus trying to get Bedard. So Bernard, whatever his name is. It's Bernard. Yeah, anyway, who cares? So everything was there for us. Crosby was playing goat status tonight. Just couldn't. He he did everything right, but getting the puck in the net. Now, Mm -hmm. you can call it puck luck. You can call it, you know, good goalie tonight. You can say you know whatever you want just nothing was going our way then when we did have the chances would we have five power plays five six power plays we could have had 10 josh we had we we had had one goal and even that power play didn't look great that goal saved that power play because that didn't Mm. look good i mean It's kind of everything that we've experienced all year. And I don't know why we thought it was going to be any different coming down the stretch here, but 
I don't know. I, I I'm I'm bummed. I mean, I'm I'm I still have some hope because you know Islanders play the Canadians tomorrow, and if no, the Canadians I... if the Canadians win, all we have to do is beat columbus but that's not even no. an easy task anymore because no no here's here's i'm taking care of it tonight look listen if you've listened to this podcast i said the only way the penguins make the playoffs is that we get in by the skin of our teeth right i've been saying it how long yeah i'm changing my tune we're not making the playoffs here's what's going to happen knowing the pittsburgh penguins we're going to win Yay! But so are the Islanders. And they have the tiebreaker. Yeah, well... We're we're not going to make it. Coming into tonight, we had a 60% chance of making the playoffs. That was, you know, before, before the game. Now that we lost, we have an 8.5%. Oh, yeah, we're not making the playoffs. I'm telling you. tough. The pink... The pink... Okay. I'm waiting for you to give me the green light to go off because this is just, I I don't know. I don't know. Oh, so just I don't go. know if I, just, just green light. All just right. go ahead. There's not much more I can say. So I told Josh this right before we started recording, but I'll share my thoughts with you. We are witnessing the fall of the Pittsburgh Penguins organization, right? I 100% believe all signs pointed to this. New ownership, Ron Hextall, keeping Malkin and Latang, keeping Jari. Look where it's gotten us. Look at where it's gotten us. We had a streak of seven, 16 seasons going into the playoffs with all-star talent, with the best franchise, right? Everyone around the league knew that the best run, uh, ran organization in the league was Pittsburgh. Best fan base uh, voted number one. How many times? Pittsburgh Penguins is an all-star organization, or I should say was an all-star organization. Ron Hextall single-handedly ruined this team. He ruined this team, and Fenway Sports Group did absolutely nothing to stop him. Now, money talks. So if we don't see any profit, which we're not going to, right, as an organization, sales are dropping, ticket season, uh, season ticket holders may be hesitant to buy full season packages, right? You're going to see a dip in sales. Money is going to talk. And as soon as that happens, as soon as Fenway Sports Group gets their their uh, investment, what, what is it called? The uh, return on investment, right? Sure, as like soon it. as they see the first signs of sales dipping, everyone's gone. Everyone's gone. Hextall, Mike Sullivan, every single coach, all the way down to the water boy, the guy who's an intern from Pitt University. Yeah, he's gone because everyone is held responsible now. 
Fenway is not going to get the money that they want. Everyone's gone. Now, that's that's behind the scenes stuff. All right, let me talk about what I witnessed today. I've witnessed a team that's literally been carried by one man this entire 16 years thing. That's Sidney Crosby. He showed the only effort. Playing, he was literally diving, going down on his knees, blocking, going down and playing in defensive zone, and literally everything but putting the puck in the back of the net. He almost did that like five times. Sidney Crosby definitely wanted to win tonight. And I'm not saying the rest of the team didn't, but they didn't play like it. They didn't play like it. And I'm sorry to say this. I love Mike Sullivan and I don't want him gone, but he didn't coach like it either tonight. His, his, I'm sorry, but his responses tonight after the game pissed me off. Oh, I think we played good tonight, but we just didn't get the result. Mike Sullivan, your job is on the line. You better throw every single player under the bus, especially number 35 in net. How dare you play like that in a game like this? The, the season is on the line, and he's trying to play the puck with four Blackhawks in this offensive zone. Play back. Let Chris Letang take care of it. You stay where you're at because guess what? That was the catalyst to the, the everything fell down. That was 3-1. Every single goal tonight could have been prevented by Tristan Jari. I rewatched him. I don't want to hear it. Maybe he was screened on the first shot. Maybe. But that could have been stopped. The second goal could have been stopped. And especially the third one, if he stayed in the blue paint, could have been stopped. The rest of them, empty netters. Could have been preventable. The Pittsburgh Penguins are done as we know it. I honestly believe if that is the performance that we're gonna see from the GM, from the coaching staff, and from everyone but Sidney Crosby, the main core is never gonna see the playoffs for the next five years, which means they're done. They're gonna retire, not seeing the playoffs ever again. Guess what? Hey, all you Detroit fans in Michigan, where are the new you? Oh, you guys had a 21 year run and then you haven't made it back since? Same, now we're with, now we know what it's like. We are the Detroit Red Wings. Zetterberg, Sidney Crosby. It, it, it all lines up. It all lines up. I am just so furious how the Pittsburgh Penguins could not win this game. They should have done everything in their power to win this game. Jari didn't play like it. The defense didn't play like it. Once again, the only person who literally did everything was Sidney Crosby. He was so mad that he was about to crop like karate chop Tyler Johnson in the face at the end after he scored an empty netter. And if you read the lips, you knew what was going on. He scored. No need to bump into him. That's what he was saying. You got the game. Like, keep your mouth shut. Move on. 
Crosby was mad. He showed his emotions. He clearly wanted to win. Everyone else wanted to win, but they didn't want it as bad. The Penguins organization needs to wake up. Get Ron Hextall out of there. He should have never been there in the first place. Mike Sullivan should remain coach, should be remained uh, the head coach, but get rid of the assistant coaches. And honestly, I love Andy Kyoto, but he has a part to play in the, inc- the, the inconsistency of the goaltending this season. Mike Sullivan and Sidney Crosby, I do believe, carried the Penguins this season. Malkin has not played well. The only reason why he has points on the board is because Zucker played well, and they were sharing assists and points. I honestly believe that we need to get a new goaltender in net. We need more consistency. Jari doesn't have it because half the time he's sitting on the couch recovering from another made-up illness and or injury that happens to him on a daily basis. He needs to go, let him walk, let him ruin another team. I don't care. He is not our goaltender anymore. I would honestly take um, uh, uh, Matt Murray over Tristan Jari right now. And I know that sounds ludicrous, but I would. Because at least I know I'm going to get consistently bad goaltending rather than who knows what I'm going to get. Because guess what? He played well on Saturday. He played well. So why didn't you play well today against a team that could have easily, easily folded? We knew they were going to fight hard just because they wanted to get under our skin. They should have lost on purpose if they wanted any shot at Bedard. But they didn't. Penguins should have known this. They should have played harder. They didn't. They lost the game. They lost their season. They lost their playoff streak. And it is on all Ron Hextall. Fenway Sports Group, wake up. Wake up. It's time to act now. Get rid of them. Get rid of every coach besides Sullivan. Get rid of every major contract that we have that doesn't help us win. Which means save Zucker. Crosby, give him literally the entire Fenway Sports Group bank account because he deserves it. But everyone else, literally go under a microscope, look at them, and decide if they're the best future of the Pittsburgh Penguins. Because I, this is unacceptable as a Penguins fan. Unacceptable. We knew this season was rocky. But to come to this point where we could not win a winnable game is the downfall of the whole organization. It's a domino effect. And unfortunately, it starts here. Something's got to change. Josh, thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I don't know how to, how to respond to that. It's it's a definitely a tough tough way to you know end the season. I mean, like I said, I'm still holding out a small piece of hope. You know, uh, as long as there's a, uh, a there's a chance, I'm going to believe that there's a chance. Now, come tomorrow night around this time, if the Islanders take it into overtime or or win in regulation, yeah, uh, obviously. The, now they play on Wednesday. Yeah, they play tomorrow. So, so. so. 
a I, potentially I will, our Thursday game could be meaningless. Meaningless, absolutely. Could absolutely yeah. could absolutely be meaningless. The only thing that we could be playing for is to ruin Columbus's uh, chances of getting Bedard by just laying down and letting them win. So, yeah, and giving we'll see. Chicago another shot. Exactly. Yes. Which, I mean, that's a whole other uh, topic of conversation, but. I mean, as a Penguins fan, I would love Bedard to be in Chicago and not in Columbus, but that's whatever. I I don't know. I don't know what the future holds for this team. It's it is bleak to say the least. There's so much uncertainty, a lot of scary possibilities, and you have a guy in control that seems incapable of riding the ship. I don't know. I I don't think there's any type of conspiracy, but 16 years ruined by a former flyer and by an organization group out of Boston it's just fishy man and i'm not saying it's any type of conspiracy but all i'm saying is from within the organization i understand you can't have like you gotta let go of some certain biases and you know feelings towards other teams whatever it's you know the nhl is a a, a, you know a fraternity and it's a brotherhood i get all that but at the same time when you're the Pittsburgh Penguins, why in the world are you entertaining an interview with the with the former goalie of the Flyers, general manager of the Flyers, and you give him the job? And then a year oh, later, not only that, okay, let's 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 talk about who who allowed this to happen. So Fenway Sports Group recently bought the Penguins, so you knew they were involved. Uh, it obviously paperwork still had to be filed. The announcement still had to be made, but they were definitely involved in that interview. No, they, no, no. Cause that was before Fenway was even involved. Ron had so was... this is his, no, this is like his third year. He his first year was the expansion draft. Oh my his gosh. First... That's right. So it was literally the old group. And then the old group, which I'm blanking on who they were now, but then Let's a Boston run group with LeBron James involved, who knows nothing about hockey, comes he's in minority owner. It doesn't matter. He's on his name is on there and he's a figurehead. And does nothing. They sit on their hands. I just I, I don't know what's going to happen. I a part of me feels like I, I don't want to say this, but like we could see the the this era end even sooner than their contracts. So like Malkin just resigned for what was it four years or something? Whatever. Something. They're all Who cares? they're all extended for numerous years. Okay. I could see this coming to an end at the end of next year. Depending on if we don't make the playoffs. Yeah, if it's another year like this, I would not be surprised if Crosby, Malkin, and Latang just say, I, I'm done. I'm not doing this. Like I'm retire or leave? Yes. 
one or the other. My only concern with that is leaving the room a possibility for Crosby to go to another team. Now, I don't think that's I don't think that's going to happen. Here's the thing. Let's talk about his makeup as a person and as an athlete. He would not do that. He He would not. He would just retire. Malkin and Latang, 100% they would. I do believe that. I do believe. I don't know about Latang, but Malkin would. They would. They. I I think Latang would give it a shot. He would. He would give a cup run. He would say, "Let me do one year on a cup at a cup run. Let me do that." Yeah. So, I. I. That's. That's where my my biggest concern is, is that the way this ended, how are they going to respond this summer? Is it going to be a tear down to build back up like immediate immediately or is it a tear down for a long haul and then that's where like now we you start to see like you said the the downfall of the era of the of this era and maybe Crosby, Malkin, and Latang retire sooner than everyone expected or leave whatever whatever the, their plans are for the future but it's it's the latter it's it's 100% the latter because yeah. say like here's the problem with and, and I, this is obviously subjective you can take this however you want but I do believe there is a benefit in having a fan-esque manager in there obviously he has the the rapport obviously he has the resume for this but they need to be a fan of the penguins you know what i'm saying i feel like ron hexel doesn't give a crap about the penguins this is just a job for him you know like i want someone who is invested invested heavily you know like mike Sullivan has that investment like he's like i believe in this team i know they're gonna do this you know whatever you want to say I don't believe that. I feel like that we need to have a little bit of a fan in the GM. Can I can I make a statement that may be I it may not be controversial because I think I've I've seen this before. If not, then it, it's something that needs to be said. Yeah, but front offices across the board and coaches across the board in the NHL too old school. The the NHL is the NHL is changing and it needs to change. It is be- it, it is faster, it is younger. Don't, fr- don't you don't you bring your NBA crap into it's my not, NHL. It's not and it's not NBA. It's not no. NBA. It's just it's math and it's analytics. That needs okay. to be in there. Okay? Like what? Uh, give me an example. Give me an example of okay. the new Okay. So, all right. So, let me let me do uh let me be a little bit of a homer here in terms of the NFL. Okay. If you look at the Tennessee Titans, they just hired a new general manager this year. Okay. And one of the reasons why they got rid of the last guy is because he refused to adopt any type of analytics. Okay. We were the, the Titans were the last team in the NFL to have an analytics department in their front office. So new guy comes in, He's not analytics, but what's the first thing he does? Hire a whole analytics team. And he makes his assistant general manager head of that analytics department. I feel that that is something that needs to be done 
and starting to be done in the NHL. There's a new wave coming. You already see it with a lot of the analysts, mainly this year, late last year, kind of too, talking about the, you know, uh, the advanced analytics, the advanced stats. Okay, those charts that you see people post with those figures and those percentages, you know, they were thrown out all the time during the trade deadline. I know you saw them on Twitter, where it's like, you know, this guy is like a 50%, you know, whatever, and 20% offensive, but 50% defensive player, all that, all that nonsense. That's all advanced stats. That's all analytics. Those charts that show the red and the blue, where they're hot and cold on defense, and then where they take their shots. That's all analytics. It's That's all it is. And you're telling me that someone like Ron Hextall has a full grasp and a full understanding of that? No, he's an old school goalie. Like no, no offense to the goalies, but like you're, you're literally just there to stop the puck, especially back when he played. Now they're a little bit, they're a lot smarter, but back then, you had to you had to have like really no knowledge of the game. You just had to be there, block the block the shot, because it wasn't the way that it is now. Mm-hmm. And all I'm saying is that we just need to get youth and some new new age thinking when it comes to to sports and how to run a team, because analytics is not only just for on the ice; it's for contracts, it's for uh drafting it's for everything so i don't know if they do if they do make the move and get rid of ron hextall i think that's the way fenway should go well i don't like it because those same analytic people don't hold on to the same values as hockey fans do where it it comes down to hey man we could re-sign malkin and latent for keeping the core together. Hold on, hold sure. on. No, no, no. But you're gonna say- have you're gonna have a GM who's gonna say, "Well, the analytics show that we could get a younger defenseman that will evolve over time, rather than bring someone back." So those those uh, connections are yes. gone. No, but and that's it's what also, I don't like. It's okay. It's twofold. You have to be an- analytical, but at the same time, you have to like understand your team. Okay, so like you can't, it can't strictly be Moneyball. Okay, if you remember Moneyball, he goes in and starts letting all those free agents just walk, mainly because he can't afford them. But then they just bring in nobodies to just fill their role. You can't do Moneyball. You can't do Moneyball. You obviously, you need a balance because the Oakland Athletics never won a, a World Series. Okay, so everyone knows Moneyball doesn't work. But you can take aspects of it and use that. So yes, you're right. There needs to be some sort of, hey, we got to keep the core together. But there's got to be the analytics behind it. Because, I mean, oh, I don't want to go. I, I hate going back to this. But you have Jared McCann on your roster. And you save Jeff Carter and... um. Who Teddy Bluger over Jared McCann. And you you trade him away, and then he walks and he joins Seattle. And 
the rest is history but this is it's it's all it's all got to change and i don't know if it's going to and i i don't know if it's going to and it'll be very very interesting this summer well i mean i think and as we all are on the same page ron hexall's got to go and if the fenway sports group wants to keep their fan base and keep their season ticket sales which you know i'm very much interested in buying season tickets but i don't want to go to the arena spend all this money for parking and all that just to watch a team implode so i'll, I'll do that from my couch um fenway doesn't need my money um so if 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 they really consider the fans perspective they're going to clean house and they're going to listen to the fans and they're going to do the right thing by the fans while improving the team it's very easy it's simple math you want to talk about analytics keeping the heart and the style of the pens while improving it is very simple very simple Ron Hextall has got to go. And that is that. The Penguins, unfortunately, probably are not going to make the playoffs. Like I said, we're going to win on uh, Thursday, but it's going to be a meaningless game because the Islanders play third, uh, play Wednesday, excuse me, and they're just going to either... I, I watch. They're going to go into overtime. They're going to go into overtime. Just the, like Just the kick in the gonads to every ends fan it's just going to be going into overtime they're going to come back with like a minute left to go in their game and just crap all over the penguin season they've done it before they'll do it again the penguins are officially out of the playoffs right now they gotta win well they should have won tonight but i mean this this team hurts my brain um i'm all i could say is josh Thank God this season is over. I'm looking forward to the next one. Any last comments? I've, I'm speechless. I, I'm I'm done. I'm not done, but I'm done for tonight. You're done for tonight. Yeah, me yeah. too. And you know what? You know what? I just wanted to say something that's hilarious. Penguins needed to win this game, right? But it, they also chose it to be fan appreciation night, and it was very humorous to watch the penguins come out to a fan that were booing them going off on the uh, on the uh, like at the end of the game they were getting booed off the ice for them just to come out with their jerseys and go hey everyone sorry we blew this you know sorry we ruined your night let me sign a jersey to you know for you to remember this horrible season you know I'm just thinking, is there one brave soul that, like, you know, like a Danton Heinen is signing his jersey for someone, and he just goes, I don't want it. Keep no. it, bud. No. Keep it, bud. Don't want it. I would never. I don't know. That's why I trust Danton Heinen. Like, I'm not saying, like, you know, like a Danton Heinen. Like, you know, a guy who's not going to be here next year. <laughs> you know, just someone. Jari. Nah, but You keep it. That's the only thing you could save tonight. Keep that jersey button. But, hey, that'll do it for this episode. This heated, very anger-filled episode. 
thank you guys for listening. You know, unlike the Penguins organization right now, we do care about you guys, the people who listen, people who... I think the organization does care about the fans. Yeah. That's why just, they hired Ron Hextall. And... Well, just just check the Penguins Twitter today. Okay, well, the person running admin, Josh, <laughs> completely different. That's a great social media manager. Okay, that's my world. Good job on them. Okay. Great job on that. You know what? You know what those admin did today? Hey, scrolling through the old mentions. Hey, we noticed this. You want a jersey? You want tickets? You want coloring books for your kids? That's admin work. Okay. The real organization is saying, how can we screw up this team even more? Okay. Well, don't forget, Ron Hextall's in charge, and you just said so yourself. Jared McCann no longer a Penguin. The, that we we care about you guys more than the Penguins organization cares. And um, once again, you guys are the best. You guys, uh, we we've watched this podcast grow, and it's all because of you this season. All because of you. So we just want to give thanks to you guys. You guys are awesome. We hope you had a great Easter weekend. Um, and we can't wait to see what the Penguins do in the next couple of days. Um, but, but we will always be Penguins fans. No matter how angry we get, no matter how frustrated we are, we bleed black and gold. And that will always stay the same. Unless like the Penguins organization goes, we're changing the colors. Then, then we're getting, then, then something's got to happen. But until then we are bleeding black and gold. We will see you in the next episode, which will be the last official episode of the season. Number 82. Number 82. Man, oh man, oh man. But thank you guys so much for listening. Josh, where can they find us and all that? Yeah, so as always, we're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon, iHeartRadio. Wherever you want to listen to podcasts, just type us in. The Penguins Collective. We are there. Louis designed that logo, by the way. Sweet, sweet work. Yeah, thanks. Twitter, during the game, at Pens Collective. Louis is there, Jeff Gladiator, doing his thing. Mm-hmm. And like Louis said, we will be here on Thursday after the Columbus Blue Jackets. So, Louis, as always, fire on Hexel. Mm-hmm.